Grand Rising, everyone. Natalie coming to you live. Spirit and coffee. Mm. I got my coffee here. So yum. Hello, nurse. Okay. Let's get started. Reading from the Emerald Tablet, Alchemy for Personal Transformation. Um, really diving into the grand illusion, the big show, the things that people are waking up to, um, trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Um, typically I don't, um, good morning, OJ28. Don't typically, um, you know, I don't watch the news. I don't look at what's going on in the world. Um, but I do live with somebody who um, is really into the I don't want to say conspiracy theories, um, but into sort of reading between the lines, we'll say that. Um, and, you know, the person that was constantly showing me stuff and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Um, but it's pretty interesting how this grand illusion is starting to take a, a really big turn and a twist, right? The storyline that we see playing out, um, the way that we see people behaving, people turning into weirdness demons i don't know what they're doing right they're they're running amok they're doing some pretty foul stuff saying some pretty foul things and people you know are just laughing saying that's part of entertainment well in a way what it is it's our active imagination and their imagination at play and we're living into it okay we're living into it in that we are part of the storyline whose storyline well, I mean, we can go back and we can say, well, the storyline of, I don't know, they talk about the 12 families or whatever, the Rockefellers are big, you know, all these things. Okay, we could say, yeah, it, it's that. Um, what they did, and this is what I've been trying to teach you guys, is they took spiritual alchemy. They took this process that I teach um, and they distorted it. They took out the um, esoteric wisdom, the esoteric knowledge, um, and they didn't allow individuals to understand what um, these sacred texts were saying. So they hid these sacred texts away from the masses um, and they utilized it for their own personal gain. Um, and now what we're seeing is that there people are waking up to this. They're starting to recognize, they're starting to say, oh my God, like what did they create? What did they do? And we realize that we're living in the illusion of somebody else where we, the, whatever has been created was a creation of somebody else's dream and story. And somehow we're living in their dream and story and we're waking up and going like, what the hell was I under? So we kind of feel, some people feel like they were under a curse, right? Or under a spell. Um, really what they were under is their alchemic process, their spiritual alchemic process. Now we each have our own spiritual alchemic process. And this is what I've been trying to teach people. Is it an easy subject to talk about? No. Um, it took years, it took centuries for these individuals to play out their massive plans or whatever it was. It, so they had plans. Um, see, it's not prophecy. They knew what to do. They had um, these plans and they used spiritual alchemy and a process of spiritual alchemy to do it. The biggest thing that they took out of it, the, the, the thing that um, we now we're trying to claw out we can't have is imagination. We don't know how to dream up a new world. We don't understand. We're, we're barely waking up to the fact that we're in an illusion. See? And now we're like, well, now we're in illusion. How do I start to shift and create a new world? 
right, with the people that live in harmony and love. So now we see that people are waking up trying to figure this out. And we have these individuals who have been um, sort of playing out the storyline at the top of the game or the top of the food chain, whatever you want to call it, um, really, whatever. These people that believe they're gods um, and are, have got, become delusional are doing anything to hold on to their power. Now, we can be afraid or we can kind of laugh. I mean, there's different ways to approach it. I'll be honest. I laugh at these individuals. It's almost ridiculous. It's almost like comical the way that they're behaving. It's over-exaggerated. And it's, to me, like a child throwing a temper tantrum, um, which is like, okay, get over yourself. You know, you're not God. I'm sorry. You're a part of God, but you're not a God. Get out of here, right, with that bullshit. So... <laughs> I've been cussing a lot, sorry, and I haven't been very, um, <laughs> usually I'm like, da, 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 but no, I'm, I am, I'm cussing and I'm, because I'm like, come on, wake up. You can see how ridiculous things are playing out. So for us, what do we do? Well, we can create a new world. How? Well, it's going to take work. It, it doesn't just get handed to people, right? The individuals who are in power um, who have created this sort of distorted illusion that we're living in or that's playing out, um, they were focused on this particular agenda or the intentions that they wanted to bring to life. So when you're focusing on your intention, it takes you actually putting the work in. This is where people sort of steer off. They veer off. They feel comfortable with the situation and circumstances that they're in. So it takes a lot of willpower. It takes determination. It takes us doing the work every single day, all day. Not an easy task. And it's a huge responsibility, you see? And this is why this was their excuse for not giving the information to individuals. Well, because they can't handle it. They're not going to do something with it. You see, while we're spending our days doing, watching TV or zoning out, they're spending their days writing the next 100 years of script for the people. Do you see? There's a difference in mindset and consciousness. There's a difference in how they're directing their energy and, and focusing their time. They're not zoning out. They don't give two shits about what's on TV, what politics is what, da 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 No. They're thinking, how do we create a storyline or a script to keep control over the masses? That's what they're doing. So it's hard for us as individuals to think, how do we have the power to do that? How can we? But you do. And so what they've done is they've taken out the active imagination. Now, we can label this to make it easy, and I've said it before, we can label this the sacred feminine. They've totally um, bashed the sacred feminine. They've destroyed the sacred feminine's name, they've made people afraid of the sacred feminine. You know, we have lunatic, right? Which is like a crazy person, but Luna is moon. And the moon is connected to the sacred feminine and to the night. And in the night, women would gather and do sacred ceremonies and rituals. And the rituals were about their cycles, their menstruation cycles right? Where we give our blood to the earth because we bleed. So these things were taken away. They were taken out. They were demolished. They were destroyed. 
And what that did is it didn't allow us to be creative. It took away the creativity. It sucked our creativity dry. Okay, now I'm not saying fully because people are still creative, but creative at a level of what? To be able to communicate with these energies, these higher energies are these energies that allow us to shape the world that we see around us. Okay, so looking at it from that perspective, we would think, well, how, who are we to be doing that? Who are we? Well, we were given the gift of life in this three-dimensional time space, and we can use it for something beautiful, or we can run amok and act crazy and act like five-year-old children and start wars and destroy the very thing that was gifted to us. And it's a choice. Now, it's not easy. Again. Because they've created these comforts for us. So now, going back to the way we used to live, which what they would call primitive, right? Or they would call the, the monkey mind, or they would say that that was archaic way of living, has now not become easy for us. It's not just easy to let go of, of the, the shit they constructed. It's not easy just to walk away from our comforts, from our plumbing and our lights and our heaters to go into the earth, you know, fully vulnerable, not knowing how, right? We wouldn't, I mean, it, it would take great creativity. Now here's the deal. If it did happen, let's just say like when in Rome things did, the empires fell and we, let's say we had destruction of empires and empires fell, what would happen? Well, I think we would find how, how creative we are is what would happen. We would have to get creative. You would have to, you wouldn't have a choice, right? And at that point, you would be learning how to engage with new circumstances and conditions. And you would start to ignite the imagination. And before you know it, you would be building things out of things that you normally wouldn't have thought about, but you were in a situation where you had to do it, right? You had to. People aren't just going to easily walk away from that. So right now, when we say you have choice, you do. You have a choice. You could walk away from society, but will we survive? I don't know. That's the big question. Who's setting up communities to allow people to find refuge if they choose out of the systems that are, are being created? Some people are. Now, the grand illusion, are they going to be okay with it? And by they, I mean the individuals who are trying to maintain this construction this this structure this control i don't know see the storyline was created by these individuals using spiritual alchemy now we have that power that's what i'm trying to get you guys to wake up to we have the power yes it's okay to be in logos it's okay to have knowledge but it's we have to also the biggest key is not the fact that they, they've taken away logos. So we have rhetoric and we have language and we have ways of communicating the experience. We have symbology. We have all of these things that help us to describe what it is that we're, we're witnessing, right? As, as people right now, what we're witnessing happen or unfold. We're witnessing the storyline in front of our eyes unfold. Now, 
The question is, how do we go back beyond and transcend logos? See, logos came from what we call the active imagination. It was from us experiencing the world or looking at the world and being like, oh, this is what I see. This is what I feel. This is what I hear. This is what I smell. How do I communicate that? Again, it was shaped and they, they put it into a logo right and that's where where symbology came from that's where our alphabet came from it was a way to express a way to tell people this is what's going on a way to describe our experience in the world so we've got to get beyond the logos and beyond the logos is irrationality which is crazy because most people think that the irrational mind right well, it's irrational and what we label that is crazy people are crazy they're not crazy we all have it within us right we all have that active imagination but we when we try to tap into it we're afraid to tell people our experience because then we're going to get labeled crazy well they did that purposefully because that's where lies the sacred feminine it's, it's the irrational piece where you stand up and you say things and people are like, what are you talking about? Really deep inside, they feel the same way or they're having the same experiences, but they don't want the masses to think they create, they're crazy as well. So the active imagination is what it's going to take. Now, yes, facts and all that stuff is fine. But remember, who created the facts? Who created the, the symbology? Who created the logos? <clears throat> The people that are in control created them. So they're, we're really under their spelling, right? We're under their spelling, spell, okay? So to transcend that spell, we need to find out what our own logos are. What is our own active imagination telling us about who we are? What are the archetypal energies that are surfacing within us? What are the energies that are coming to us to help us and guide us along the way? How do we start to engage with nature as a way of communication rather than, you know, talking to people, talk to nature, let nature move through you. Someone was talking about fairies. Let's see, you're going to have to drive hard to get my bee head past being elaborate yes okay that's and that's a big thing right there was a choice now here's the thing with it it's really difficult because we're faced with choices and we don't think that we are see every choice has a consequence and that's the big thing right now you can beat yourself up right you can beat yourself up from saying well this is what i did so some people, again, um, you know, just for what's going on interrelated to what's going on. So some people, um, the common conversation, right, is this vaccine. That's a big conversation that's happening in the world right now. And people not knowing if they should, feeling like they're forced, feeling all of these things about what they should do. Now, you do have a choice. Okay. So choosing powerfully is something that I talked about. Now, it's not easy. It isn't easy, but when you choose, you know what you're choosing. You can choose out of the system, but it's not going to be an easy choice. 
if you choose not to be out of the system, right, and you say, well, I'm just going to do this, right, that doesn't mean that you've lost some part of yourself. Well, maybe you did. Maybe you're out of your own integrity. And if that's the case, right, if you're compromising your own integrity, you've got to ask yourself why. For what purpose are you compromising your own integrity? Why didn't you stand firm in your integrity? How often do you do that to yourself where you don't fully go into your integrity? It takes full authenticity, not, not easy because we, most people, weren't um, preparing for this type of, of event. People didn't know. People or people weren't wanting to really listen or hear the signs. The signs were there, right? But some people just weren't awake to it. And so now we're stuck in this situation of, well, now we got to make the choice. So for, for looking at that, it's like, okay, you can say I'm a lab rat. You can call yourself names or you can ask yourself deeper questions. Like, why did I compromise my integrity? What is that taken away from me? Am I going to allow that conversation to lead the rest of my life? Or am I going to start focusing on being more in integrity? What does integrity mean to me? Will I compromise it again? I'll give you a story, okay? I literally, um, we all do. We all compromise our integrity at times. And I, for me, integrity, spirit, mind, and body alignment, okay? We'll just start there. Spirit, mind, body. Now, the mind and the body are interesting, right? We have the monkey mind going on. Now here, here it goes. The, so with me to compromise my integrity, I would, and I did this with work. Okay. With work. And I was loyal because I, that's one thing that I am is loyal, but it could be my weakness and strength at the same time. Right. Well, it became my weakness when I was doing this work because I didn't feel my spirit was telling me it wasn't right. I could feel that it was draining me and my my physical body couldn't handle it and i didn't know what to do but i was like i can't compromise my you know what's going on what my mind and body are telling me is that i'm getting sick because i'm compromising what my spirit and soul are telling me that i should be doing i'm not following what i was told by my spirit and my soul which you can say you feel that in your heart or your gut okay however you want to say it you, you just know it's not right for you. And then you start to get sick because of it, right? You start to make yourself sick. So I was in this place. I quit my job and I trusted the process. Now here's where faith and trusting the process comes in because we feel like there's only one way. And if we stick to that way and we hold on to it, um, that we're going to be fine. And the reality is you're going to be fine even if you let go. You'll figure it out. Believe it or not, if you have faith, you'll figure it out. New things arise as we let things go. See, so there's a lot to unpack here because surrender and letting go was a big thing. And at the time, and this was back when I was doing Spirit and Coffee four years ago. I talk about the story four years ago. It's on my live videos. And um, I was talking to my people about letting go. And I said, well, what the hell? You're not letting go. And I let go. Because how can I... I have to practice what I preach, right? I have to be the person to say, okay, I'm going to show you what happens when this happens or when you do this. So I let go. Then I, 
it was good. I let go and new things arise. And guess what? I was perfectly fine. And in fact, I was better. Okay. So continuing on to the story, I felt better. Everything was better. Things went good. But that doesn't mean that suffering doesn't occur again. Tower events are constantly happening. We cannot deny the fact that life is hard. And that anyone who tells you life is just this beautiful thing and you can just hit bliss for the rest of your life is a liar. Slap them and then say, did that hurt? And they're going to say, yeah, that hurt. And okay, well, that's suffering. Okay, we're, we're, we're living in a place that's really hard to maneuver. The earth and this planet and this three-dimensional time space, not an easy space. It's not. Congratulations that you've made it this far. <laughs> Y'all get a medal, <laughs> platinum medal, um, for making it this far in life. So what happened next was a catastrophe. I mean, it was catastrophic for me, right, in, in what happened. And I was deceived, and I had never experienced deception in such a way. But here's the deal. I was faced with money, or I was faced with walking away. And my in my mind, it was I either sell myself to, to the devil or, to, or sell my soul to the, the devil, right? That's an easy way to put it, even though I don't believe in devil and all that. But that's at least for people to understand what I'm talking about. I could have sold my soul basically for money and then been miserable working with these individuals but making the money that i wanted okay but you know what i did i told them yeah here's the finger you don't get to treat me that way you don't get to and i walked away because i couldn't compromise my integrity my soul would not allow me to my body would not allow me to go back i had already declared that i wasn't going to compromise my integrity and i walked away i walked away from a very 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 a grant i wrote myself right it was a million dollar grant and i wrote it and i walked away i don't need this because money is not my goal i don't care the way that I am treated by individuals and being seen for the value that I carry and that I hold and the respect and dignity. Now, for someone to tell me that I'm not valuable and that they think they're going to dictate my life is not going to happen. No. This is where we become brave. This is where we hold our staff. This is where we say no, but we have to trust, right? Because there has to be trust that something else is going to come in. That's what happens. That's the storyline. And, and there's going to be those challenges that press upon us. Is it going to compromise your integrity? Are we going to give in? Are we going to say no? Are we afraid? What are we afraid of? What are we afraid we're going to lose? Our comforts? It's not an easy conversation and it's probably not what most want to hear, but it's, it's reality. Reality is not easy. Going through these processes are not easy. And I would never tell somebody to choose whatever they need to choose. What I would say is, what is your integrity telling you? And are you willing to compromise that? Now it's understanding that you live with the consequences of that compromise. You have to live with the consequence. Every choice we make has a consequence. And when you're awake, when you're coming to podcasts like these and listening to all of these things and you're waking up, there's a level of responsibility that comes with that. That's why I read that, that chapter yesterday. They didn't think that people had that 
us people could handle the power that came with it because when you choose, you're responsible for the outcome. You can't put it on someone else. It's us taking full responsibility for the choices we make and understanding the consequences that come with them, not something that most people want to hear. They want to put the blame on other people. It's going to circulate the same storyline, though. You may have compromised your integrity. I've compromised my integrity. And that's okay. It doesn't make you a bad person. Doesn't mean that you're going to burn in hell and all this crazy stuff that people say. No, it means that you're off. It means that you're not standing firm in your integrity. So there's, there's something there that's keeping you from standing firm in your authentic self. And you've got to ask yourself what that is. Why? Why did I allow myself to compromise my integrity? What was it? Was it fear? Was it, you know, and then you can go through it and understand it and then start to work through it. That way, if it comes again next time, you're like, I'm not going to compromise this. I'm going to stand firm and I'm going to trust that whatever happens next, I'm going to be okay. And you will. That's the part. People think they can control. They can't. We're not controlling anything, really. <laughs> Things change. Circumstances change. What we do is attach ourselves to shit. We attach ourselves to a lifestyle. We attach ourselves to um, our materialism, to our comforts, and it causes suffering. I mean, this is Buddhism, right? It's like Buddhism 101. Is it wrong? No. Doesn't mean you're wrong. Doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means that you've got to understand what it is you're going to do to support yourself through that process next time. Okay, now I'm out of integrity. So I walked away. I did. I threw him the finger and trust me, I this I this was me practicing and this happened about 2 2 3 years ago. Now I stand firm in my worth and I don't back off. But I don't do it in such a way that seems uh <laughs> confrontational because I literally yelled at the guy. I mean, I almost wanted to punch the dude in the face. That's how I felt about it. <laughs> I hope he watches this live kidding. I mean, it was awful, but I had to walk away from my livelihood too. Okay. Now there's other circumstances at play. I get it. And there's other people to consider. I get it. But when you're compromising your integrity, that's what you're telling people to do. You've, it's hard. It's hard when you get to a certain place and you're working on yourself, right? Most people that are in this work, won't do podcasts or they can't because they're feeling vulnerable and they feel like, oh shit, now the whole world's going to watch me. Well, guess what? We're human. We screw up. We make mistakes. That's part of life. It's part of who, it's part of the storyline. You know, it, when I was doing, when I've been doing this work, like my whole life, I was ridiculed by my family. Oh, you're doing this. Aren't you supposed to be perfect? And I'm like, no, that doesn't mean that I'm perfect. I'm human and I make mistakes but I learn from them and then I move on. So learn, learn from the things that you're doing, learn from the mistakes that you're making and then move on and understand where you're compromising your integrity. Dig a little deeper. Well, why did I compromise my integrity? What am I afraid of? Maybe I don't feel like I have a voice. Maybe I'm afraid to speak up. Maybe whatever it is and you figure it out. And next time you have a chance to practice, okay, 
Practice it. Don't let go of your integrity. If you're not sticking to your own integrity, how do you expect the rest of the world to do that? You can't even ask that. It's not even cool. I would never say, hey, you guys, stick to your integrity, and then I'm over here out of integrity all day. <laughs> I'm going to say practice your integrity because I'm practicing integrity. Practice. Why? Because I mess up sometimes. We all do. But we practice. So practice and move on and learn. That's it. Don't let go of your integrity. Profound practice. Yes, practice, practice, practice. All right. And I have to cut this off very abruptly because I actually have an appointment that's now in a minute. Right. Actually, right now. So I love you guys. I hope this was helpful. And of course, I will be seeing you all tomorrow. Love and light and big, 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 big hug. Okay. See you soon. Bye-bye.